Welcome back to the Claim the Stage podcast. I'm Angela Lucier, and that is my son, Max. I wanted to open the podcast with his laughter because I can't think of any better sound in the world than a baby laughing. I hope that made you laugh. We're celebrating three birthdays on the podcast today. One is Max's birthday. He turned one July 2nd. Our next birthday is the podcast. The podcast is four years old, uh, turned four years old in June. And the third birthday is Speaker Sisterhood, turning four years old in August, just a couple days away. So big summer over here. I'm, I'm pretty excited that I have these three birthdays to celebrate in the summer. My birthday is in March, so I couldn't have a pool party. It was like a crapshoot if we're going to have a snow day. No fun. So happy birthday to these special entities, people in my life. And um, let's get into it. If you're new to the podcast, I'm Angela Lucier, and I'm your host. I'm also an author and a speaker and the CEO and founder of the Speaker Sisterhood, a network of public speaking clubs for women. And yes, we are meeting online during this time. All of our clubs have a virtual version going on uh, via Zoom. You may have heard of it. <laughs> I think everyone's like living on Zoom. Everyone may be kind of like Zoomed out, but I assure you that this is a special community and it's a great way to connect with like-minded women who are doing really, really cool work. It's not just about building the skill of public speaking. It's a whole journey of self-discovery and an opportunity to use your voice in a way that you may not be able to in other parts of your life. So if you want to check us out, First meeting is free as a guest. You can go to speakersisterhood.com, click on the club directory, and find the club that meets on the day and time that works for you, because you can check out any of them as we're meeting online. So I was going for a walk a couple days ago, and I was thinking all about the subjects on today's episode, and I was like, okay, when I get back, I'm going to put Max down for a nap, and I'm going to record this episode, and I just continued walking, and all these ideas kept coming into my head, and I thought, I'm just going to record it right now. <laughs> so it's kind of a quickie and the inspiration for it came from this time we're in of, of just complete uncertainty. And if you're a planner like me, you're in hell, <laughs> you know, you're kind of like, when are we going to be able to set up something that can, we, we can be sure of more than five minutes into the future. Right. Um, I don't know the answer to that question, but I do know that in this time period where we don't know what's coming up next, there's a lot of room to play around with the way we live our life and trying new things out and maybe shaking things up for ourselves because maybe we have the time to do it. And also everything else is changing, so why not? <laughs> so we're talking about the subject of being unreasonable and the subject of apologizing. And I put these two into one episode because I think there's, there's fear in both of them. We have a fear of being unreasonable. We always want to be fair and kind and nice and reasonable, not ask for too much. And then on the apology side, we just apologize for everything because there's a fear of being seen as rude or not caring or whatever. I get into it a lot more in the episode, but there's just a lot here to think about. And since 
we can't do as much as we normally could, could, this could be a time for you to just examine this for yourself. And at the end of the episode, I invite you to send me an email with what came up for you. Like, what did you ask for that was unreasonable? Or where did you find that you were apologizing the most? And I want to invite you to not only send a text email, but also if you want to record something with your voice into your voice recorder app on your phone and email me that, that would be even better because then I could add that to the podcast. And I would love to just have a whole episode sharing your messages of what you're learning, because this is such a rich topic, especially apologizing. We could probably do a five hour episode on this subject alone. So I would love to do a series of maybe like two or three episodes where we just share all the things we're learning and you'll find out more about what I'm talking about in a few minutes. So I think that was all I wanted to say as an intro and yeah, yeah, that's it. I hope you're doing okay. I know um, things are kind of rough right now, but we're all getting through this, I guess. (laughs) That's my uplifting. (laughs) That's my motivational part of the podcast. We're all just like getting through this, I guess. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, all right, here comes the episode and uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can email me at Angela at speakersisterhood.com. Try to send your answers over to me by, not your answers, but your uh, info by August 10th, because I'll be recording probably on the 11th, and the episode will come out on the 12th. Okay. Okay, bye. I want to talk about a topic that makes me angry and that means it's important and the last couple days I've been thinking oh I want to record an episode for next week what do I want it to be about and nothing was showing up and then I noticed this topic that was kind of I don't know it just kept on coming back into my mind and I thought usually when there's a topic that keeps circling me it's something I should talk about because I'm probably not the only one who needs to hear it and so that's today's episode (laughs) it's about being unreasonable and the act of apologizing so I'll talk about both separately because even though they may seem the same they're actually a little bit different Last year, when I gave birth, I came back from the hospital, and if you've given birth, you know, it's you're exhausted, you're weak, you're completely confused and in a daze about what just happened to your life. <laughs> you're probably in pain, and everything's upside down. And so I had friends come over, they brought food, they sat with the baby, they sat with me, Um, Sometimes we just cry (laughs) and after a couple weeks of this and having people come over all the time, I started feeling guilty. Like I was asking for too much and I was being too needy and a friend came over and she said, you can be unreasonable right now. It's totally fair. You're in a state of life that is... It's totally acceptable to be unreasonable. And I was like, 
wait, I have permission to be unreasonable. And I don't know if anyone's ever given you this permission before, but when she did that for me, I all of a sudden felt so much lighter and so much, I guess, freer to just ask for what I need and not feel guilty about it, not feel like I was putting anyone out, not feel like I was asking for too much, but instead just being completely honest about what I needed and it might be unreasonable and that's okay. And that was the first time in my whole life I ever thought that being unreasonable was acceptable. So she came over a couple weeks later and I said to her, hey, you know, that day when you said I could be unreasonable, um, can I still be unreasonable? Like, is, is has the time frame run out or is it too late? And she's like, oh, no, no, you're still in the, in the time frame. Um, you can be completely unreasonable. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and then, like, as the weeks and months wore on, I kept thinking to myself, am I still in that frame of time when I can be unreasonable (laughs) and I didn't ask her the question again but I often ask myself (laughs) oh my god now I'm walking uphill (sighs) so it was this thing that kept popping up in the back of my mind of like when is it okay to be unreasonable and when isn't it and now it's been a year since my son was born (laughs) And I keep telling myself, I can still be unreasonable. And I've decided that I'm just going to be unreasonable forever. Because like, what is, where does getting reason, being reasonable get you? I know I messed up that question, but let me just ask it again. (laughs) Where does being reasonable get you? With less, with what you think is fair to ask for. You know, it's, It's a kind of training we go through as women to only ask for what we need. Don't ask for too much. Don't be too needy. Don't take up too much space. I have a framed picture in my bathroom on the first floor that has four women walking down the street (laughs) and they are probably in their 50s, 60s, and they're all dressed in costumes. And right below it, it says, do something outrageous every day. (laughs) And it's actually a greeting card that I framed because I loved it. And I thought it's such a good reminder to not be afraid to do things that might not be expected or puts us in the too much category. So I look at that, you know, when I'm in there and it's kind of lost its effect over the years. I think I've had it for probably 10 years now. But it does, it's a great reminder. Like, we don't have to put ourselves in a little box and be proper and nice and perfect all the time. We don't ever have to be that way, actually. And now that my son's a year old, I've decided, like, the unreasonableness will continue. I'm just going to keep asking for things. (laughs) And anybody that doesn't want to partake or hear it can just exclude themselves from the conversation but I'm not going to stop and it feels good now the other half of this conversation is about apologizing and we all know 
man, we love that word, sorry, right? <laughs> Have you ever been in the grocery store and someone bumps you and you're like, oh, sorry. Like, what are you apologizing for? Because you are alive and you're standing in a place where someone hit you <laughs> and they hurt themselves from hitting you. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Like someone shows up late to your house to pick you up and you're like, oh, sorry. Sorry you had to pick me up. <laughs> sorry I had to inconvenience you even though I bought the tickets to the show. You know? <laughs> Someone's upset and you apologize because you think for some reason you had something to do with it even though it's their own issue. One of the women in Speaker Sisterhood, like three years ago, gave a really great speech about not apologizing anymore and just not being sorry. <laughs> and it was such a profound speech because we all heard it and it all it connected with everybody because we all do it. And I think at the end of the day, it's like we're apologizing for being here. <laughs> we think our very presence is something to be sorry about. And underneath all those sorries is a lot of shame. Yeah, Max is backing that up. Did you hear that? It's, it's un, unprocessed, undealt with shame. It's a collective shame. I'm not saying it's one person. It's a lot of us. It's a lot of women. We, we grew up with a lot of shame. Um, if, we, if we're not being helpful, if we're not being nice, then we're taking up too much space. And I think we all have a lot of stories around this, so I'm not going to assume that I know all the reasons, but I want to give you an assignment. <laughs> if you're an overachiever like me, you're going to want to take each of these challenges, but I want to challenge you to only take one of the two. The one that scares you the most. I know, you're like, Angela, why do I always have to do the hard one? You have to do the hard one because it's the thing that you need to work on most. If it's easy, then it's not important for you. The first challenge you can take is to do something unreasonable each day. One thing, one thing that's unreasonable. Maybe it's asking for help with something that seems like you should be able to do by yourself or, you know, asking for help with something that seems like a way too big of an ask for someone that maybe you consider an acquaintance. <laughs> or, I don't know. I mean, there's so many different things. Anything that feels like, oh, that's too much, that's where you, that's where you need to be unreasonable. That's the clue when you're saying that's too much. The second challenge option <laughs> is to notice throughout each day for a week how often you say sorry and when and write it down and you'll probably notice a pattern you may notice you say it every time you talk to somebody when someone interrupts you and you say sorry you know things like that <laughs> keep a journal of apologies and then review it at the end of the day and it will be so enlightening where your shame lives you might notice, wow, I'm really ashamed of having a voice. Every time I speak, I apologize. 
Or you might notice I'm really ashamed of my body. I'm always apologizing for the way I look and the space I take up in the world. There could be all kinds of things you're ashamed of. But these apologies are the gateway to seeing ourselves in a deeper way. And the places where we choose to be unreasonable are also those gateways. Because that's where we see that we choose to play small and not inconvenience people. Because for some reason we think that our existence and our needs are inconveniencing people. So this week's episode is an invitation to you to look inside a little deeper and make some humongous changes based on everyday small interactions we have where we're minimizing ourselves at our own expense. I'm going to do the challenge too. I'm going to do the, I'll do the unreasonable challenge. I have been doing it, but not in this way where every day I challenge myself to do it once. And I'll give an update on the next episode and I'll invite you to share anything you learned too. And I know I asked you to (laughs) share stuff from the questions episode last month and did not get one single response, but I feel like this one maybe, maybe you will respond. So you can email me at Angela at speakersisterhood.com to share what comes up for you or what you notice. This is a huge conversation. It's an epidemic, (laughs) the apology epidemic among women. So I don't expect everything to change overnight, but I do think talking about it and inspiring some attention around it is important. Because what's going on in the world right now is an invitation for us to wake up in a new way. And the more awake we are, the more we can inspire change in other places. And I know it's so tempting to just go like get involved in every cause and (laughs) try to become this like activism activist who is screaming from the rooftops about an important message. But doing this work for ourselves first will make us even stronger and capable and able to change and create change for others because we're doing it for ourselves first. So pick your challenge. If you're tempted to do both because you just like to do two things at once, please, please, please pick one. And then you can do the other one in two weeks or something. (laughs) I want to give you permission for that. And we'll talk in two weeks. So that's it for today from the neighborhood. Hope you enjoyed the birds. Talk to you soon. All right, you guys. You know I love making this show for you. You can show me some love by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. I know, you're like, okay, I've heard you say this like a million times. But have you done it? It would be really great if you did. I would be really appreciative because then more people can find the show. Claim the Stage is a production of Speaker Sisterhood, and it's recorded in the Glitter Closet in Holyoke, Massachusetts. It's also recorded on the street, apparently. Music is composed by Chris Collins. For information about sponsorship and being an upcoming guest, you can fill out our contact form at speakersisterhood.com. Until next time, stop waiting, start creating. Bye for now.